0: Well, before we get the show started, Horse Radio Network for the first time has a wide selection of Horse Radio Network merchandise available for the holidays. Hats, saddle pads, masks, clothing, mugs, and so much more, either screen printed or embroidered. Get your orders in now for you or your HRN listening friends. Visit horseradionetwork.com and click on the banner on the homepage today. Happy holidays, everybody. Well, good Monday morning, everybody. We are so close to the end of the year.
2: Oh, my gosh. How many days away is Christmas? Sorry. I know.
0: We're so close. Out. Ten days, and uh, we're at Christmas Eve, and uh, you know what? Fifteen days, we're at the end of the year. It's hard to believe. You know, in, in March, if you remember, March and April You didn't went, even
2: say who you are, by the way. Oh.
0: Hi, Will. Uh, March and April went so slow, and now we're just speeding up. I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida.
2: <laughs> I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in uh, almost said Phoenix. Right then, <laughs> I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for December Fourteenth, Episode Twenty Five Seventy Nine. Brought to you today by Camen Equine. Happy! Uh, yesterday was Day of the Horse. Happy Day of the Horse yesterday. Good morning, Horse People.
3: Christmas
1: times are come in Christmas times have come in Christmas times are come in and i know I'm going home Snowflakes are falling my own
0: home Did gone. you see the SNL bit I posted this morning? No, but we got snowflakes morning.
2: falling, so...
0: Yeah, no. well, you got to check out the SNL bit. It was from this week's show, and uh, it, it was so funny. It's a parody of every horse movie ever made. <gasps> uh-uh. It's called Tiny Horse... And it, I, I posted on the Horses in the Morning Facebook page. Go check it out. It is hilarious. And it is truly a parody. of I'd play it, but you need to see the visuals of this one.
2: You don't want to ruin it for us. No, you
0: need it. to see the visuals. The song will stick in your head. But, oh, my God, it's hilarious. And it, it truly is a parody of every horse, uh, every horse movie ever made, except they use the son instead of a daughter. It was did hilarious. They,
2: did they? Was it inspired by the new Black Beauty that I, I still haven't watched that I'm going to watch this week, I promise?
0: That's your assignment because everybody's wondering what you're going to... They know what I'm going to say about it. They want to know what you're going to say about it because everybody has gone in with trepidation and come out saying, oh, I cried and it wasn't a bad movie. You know, nobody said it was a great movie, but everybody came out saying, oh, it wasn't a bad movie. Uh, I don't know I, if that inspired it, but it was hilarious. you got to watch it. I sat
2: it. down to watch it yesterday and I sat there and... Um, it was right next to Secretariat on Disney Plus. And so I was <laughs> like, I need to watch Secretariat. It's snowing outside. And then you want to talk about crying. I cry like every five minutes in that movie. And it's not even sad.
0: Are you watching Mandalorian? No, you're not. OK,
2: I am. Not, I'm I'm a, I'm not a Star Wars person. I know. Oh wait, hold on. Everybody, don't get mad because <laughs>
1: yeah, I you're love
0: about me to get hate mail. Jennifer at horseradio It's where you send the hate mail.
2: The next generation spoke to me. Captain Picard was my best friend. Num- Commander Riker. Come on, I mean, those were my guys. So I wasn't really a star. So then, like this whole whatever. I'm uh, I'm an Avengers person. Does that help? I like <laughs> That helps. That reviews some just... of
0: your sci fi cred.
2: I know, but I just haven't really done the star. Like I tried to sit down and watch star Wars with Lucas and there's so much. Who works for what company and why everybody, these guys are bad. And is it trying to sit down and explain it to a seven year old is hard. And I saw it when I was seven and I didn't get it.
0: <laughs> well, Mandalorian obviously is hugely popular. It's probably one yes, of the most popular. He likes popular that series.
2: because of baby Yoda. He and Chad watched it.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I want to know. You know enough about it to know. I want to know how the stormtroopers in their plastic outfits, which are supposed to be armor, how is it you can shoot the stormtrooper in their armor and they all die? What There's, good is the armor?
2: That is not question number one, I would think. Like, there's <laughs> so many, many questions. Yeah, and the it.
0: other question is, why can't the stormtroopers shoot? You would think they would have some training in shooting, right? <laughs> and they miss everything every time. And yet the, the other guys, the good guys, hit them every time in their plastic armor, which doesn't do any good. I so. mean,
2: one little laser light beam and the thing is taken down. Yeah, I
0: know, <laughs> just teach them to shoot for God's sake. I, know, to
2: be honest, I never knew that there were people inside those plastic outfits until that one movie where the guy took his, the the newer Star Wars where the guy
3: took his mask (laughs) off.
2: And I was like, oh my God, those are people? I thought they were robots, Glenn. I always, my entire life, until Flynn, what is that his name, Finn, Finn. took his face mask off and I was like, (gasps) oh,
0: those are people like
2: i was i was like 40 okay and I send
0: your that. email to jennifer who was ready yeah.
2: you know send it to me because i love more explanation <laughs> of all of this i'm sorry i didn't know i didn't know
0: yeah yeah i yeah. was I'm lukewarm uh, this, we're really going to get emails now i'm luke we're both lukewarm on the whole uh mandalorian series it's just so Jennifer. Slow. oh yeah. yeah we're both lukewarm on it
2: i I've heard that. I've heard that from some other people, but you it's know. very
0: Western. They're taking it off of Westerns and it's very Western like, but it just seems forever. Take them forever to, one, to fly any place, just takes forever. To walk anywhere <laughs> takes forever. It just takes forever to go places. It's like, oh man, this is just awful.
2: It's like people that are listening to our podcast on one and a half times speed.
0: Yes, Whether exactly. Whether they know it or not. Exactly. do that. It, it, likes, it takes us forever to mention a horse. Although I did mention SNL and Tiny Horse earlier. Okay, so we're, we're going to talk about
2: it. horses in a second because I I got a delivery. Actually, I went and picked him up and uh, we got to talk about
0: it. All right, we talk- good. We have Caitlin Gooch coming on. She has a program called Saddle Up and Read. It's an amazing program out of North Carolina. And uh, also, we have some horsey news and some equestrian first world problems. We also have Deanne joining us from uh, Horse Nation. And all I got from Deanne this morning: This is so funny. She said, um, "She said I don't really have much to talk about today. Don't have a link, but ask me about my latest way my horse tried to kill himself, or why we ended up with two Christmas trees. I want to know about both of those." So. We're going to talk to the end later on from Horse Nation as well. But first, it's Daily Winnie time. I don't have any birthdays today, so uh, I'm going to just give a shout out. There
2: were birthdays yesterday. I think you should. Yeah, no,
0: I did them on Friday. I do the weekends on Friday, so (gasps) I don't have any today. New auditors, Jessica Gross and Audrey Walpler. Walpler. I'm going with that. Uh, also, Loper. welcome to the group. And if you haven't joined the Facebook page, it's HRN Auditors. Just search for that. You'll find it. And ask. And Audrey,
2: um, just so you know, congratulations. you mispronounced Wolper. your name.
0: I'm going Wolper now. I've changed it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You need uh,
2: to add an extra L. Just know it's a badge of honor.
0: And uh, that goes for these names, too. Increased pledges uh, this week. And we want to thank everybody who increased That's their so pledges. Nice. Aaron Grogan. Jacqueline Prabula. Aaron Grogan, Aaron Grogan and Karina Grater. so uh, thank you to all of oh you God. guys who increased your pledges right before Christmas I don't know Jamie gotta do that
2: <laughs> because he can't even say your name right no, I okay. can't. I'm just that's gonna
0: cool. go to first names. remember when I used to just, just do first names maybe that's what I should go back to I'd be much better at that <music>
2: really cool story and if you go to bloodhorse.com you can see a picture of this mare oh my god her name is Sud- sudashi and she won the hanshin juvenile fillies at the hanshin Racecourse. she's two years japan. old in japan and she is the first officially all white horse to win a grade one japanese race huh. i mean and she's she like all white white like, white, white, white. I don't think, I don't, I can't <laughs> she see She blinded picture.
0: the other horses, and they couldn't pass her. See,
2: is she yeah. albino? Like, does she have, like, I guess if it was albino, they would say albino. But um, I can't see her eyes because she wears blinkers, so I can't see her pink eyes. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, she has really, really been crushing it. And you can actually, if you just go and look up Sadashi on YouTube, you can see the video. She's a daughter of Kurofune out of the black on white mare buchiko
0: <laughs> I'm me. glad you had those like
2: sodashi you wouldn't even know. and uh, so anyway it was really really cool go watch this race this is it's 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 so white it's just <laughs> I'm like I'm triggered okay <laughs> but it's really cool she really stands out
0: all right, very good. Well, you know, we, I wanted to just remind everybody, you only have a few days left to order your HRN merchandise if you want to get it for Christmas, which is coming up the end of next week. So you're going to have to get it in the next couple of days. Go to horseradionetwork.com slash gifts, and you'll find both links, either for the embroidered merchandise, which you're really going to have to get in the next couple of days, or the screen-printed stuff. And don't forget, we have HRN screen-printed stuff, Uh, We have Horses in the Morning screen-printed embroidered stuff, and we also have screen-printed stuff that says on it, that's your cue.
2: Oh, well, it doesn't just say something. It's more of a feel. You know, it it does say something, but it's it's an emotional thing. It's pretty much a picture of Zeus from the butt, and he's turning around looking at you with his big crusty neck and white blaze, and it says, Gal, that dollar sign hashtag exclamation point T.
0: That's right. Yell that sh- <laughs> and I ordered some of the stuff and it came in yesterday. It looks really good. Does it? it does. Oh, it looks really good. I'm I got so some excited. of the stickers. And uh, so, yeah, you can order stickers and sweatshirts and masks and all that kind of stuff. I want to see the first person with a mask that says that. That's what I want to see. I want to see that person.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm I really excited. Like I said, Chad, just asked me for the art. So I don't know what he's doing. I sent you that, by planning.
0: the way. Yes, yeah, you did. Okay, I got
2: good. it. And I sent it to him. So that was, he just was like, I just want that art. So I don't know what it is or what it means oh or what God. he's doing. But that's pretty yeah. really great. I really want him to wrap my car in it, my little beetle. That'd be so great. <laughs>
0: Well, there was a uh, award season is going on right now and all the different associations, but the FEI awards were a little different this year. I'm
2: like, is it Oscar
0: time? Yes, already? that's right. It's Oscar time. Uh, the FEI awards usually awards people who did really well during the year, but because this year so many writers can travel, they couldn't get out to shows, they decided that they were gonna do a vote by FEI members, and you could vote online in five categories, and what you were doing is casting votes in each category for the last 10 years winners. So they put the last 10 years winners in a pot and you could vote for like the century, you know, uh, uh, winners or i forget what they called it exactly but you could vote for all the winners for the last 10 years which one you wanted to be the 2020 winner they had 55 nominees from 19 nations the ebony horse club got the fei sodality or solidarity award uh and that was 10 years after receiving it the first time so uh they were happy to get that the other four categories were won by uh riders in what country jamie what would you guess one country won the other four. England, Germany.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> well, you got Ingrid. Sorry. Yeah,
0: Ingrid won best athlete for the second time. Uh, dressage rider Samik Rothenberger claimed victory in the category Rising Star. We had Carmen Themen, who worked uh, for Ingrid for, for the last tech, uh, two decades and was voted best groom. And then we had Doctor Angela Angelica. Trabert, who received the FEI Against All Odds Award. Now, we met her, I believe, at the last World Equestrian Games. She was born without legs and has won six para- Paralympic medals and four at the FEI World Equestrian Games. She's also current para-athlete representative on the FEI Athletes Committee. So she she deserved that, and she won overwhelmingly. So good job, all of them. But, of course, Germany dominates once again. Do you think it's because more German people voted? Oh, Uh,
2: gosh. I I don't know. They're so good.
0: (laughs) And one more I wanted to acknowledge, because we've met her, and I've got to hang out with her a bit, is Lucinda Green and she was named Horse and Hound Lifetime Achievement Award for 2020. Now, Lucinda Lucinda is an inventor. Uh she was 1982 world champion and twice European champion in 75 and 77.
2: She's like one of the she's a superhero. She is. She I mean is.
0: she won world team gold, European golds, Olympic silver medal and get this, she won badminton six times on six different horses. So, uh, you know, she is just a legend in the eventing world and still is out there doing her thing. She does clinics. She has a new program, too, an online program for cross-country riding. So congratulations to Lucinda. I met her after drinking a bit, and she's a hoot.
2: Oh, she was drinking or you were? You Everybody
1: was.
0: She was. <laughs> she's a hoot. We had to take her out. One night it was raining and we were at the World Games of Question Games in 2010 and it was Samantha and I. And for some reason we had a golf cart or she did. Somebody did. And the parking lots in 2010 were miles from the park. And we took her in this golf cart in a pouring down rain out to her car and we couldn't find her car. It was something. It was something. She's just a hoot. She's, she's, she's a lot of fun. So congratulations to Lucinda as well. All right. And then the USEA had awards. We talked a little bit about that last week, and there was just all kinds of stuff going on. And one other mention is that the World Question Center is now officially open. Their, their first show was there. There were horse trailers over there, all kinds of horses. Jennifer and I are going to go over on Thursday. We'll do some videos and we'll talk about it on Friday. But it is, it is open and it is running. So
2: Cool. I I still think Jake's going to be there somewhere. Jacob is going to be there, so I'll, I'll make sure I find out where. Yeah, at least go find out. To
0: get, send me their information anyway. I could probably look them up. All right, sounds good. Now you talked about on Friday. Well, remind everybody what you talked about. <sighs> So I
2: went to horse and hound to to get, I had to return Nottingham Sheriff, who is an amazing husband safe or wife safe trail horse. Somebody needs to go adopt him because he's amazing. Uh, Nottingham Sheriff. Anyway, so I was returning him because he is good to go. And I was there to pick up some, some more horses. And I ended up picking up two horses, um, that they're, you know, Abby's leaving town. It is really cold. The weather's supposed to be pretty terrible this week. So I, I was like, can I just take a little break till after Christmas? And she had the, the meet here at Remington is closed and she's really inundated with racehorses coming off the track. So if you guys ever wanted to adopt, now's the time. So she had a bunch of new horses coming in, and she had, when they first come in, she puts them in the barn because they don't have any winter coat or anything. So she, on the cold days, just keep them warm, and we have all this bad weather. So she had these two amazing horses. And I said, Well, why don't I take both of those and I'll let them just chill out here? Because they need two or three weeks or month off before they get to training. I've learned Uh, they just need some decompression time. So I said, why don't I take those for you? I'll take them off your hands. And I brought them home. And I had to call my husband and say, he's like, what horse did you get? I'm like, well... There's a couple. So I knew I was going to go look at these two horses and I was going to like kind of like shop for myself with one of them. And I ended up bringing both of them home because they both need time off and they both need me. Let's be honest. So I bring the horses home. We've got a black one and a gray one. And uh, well, he's dark bay and. D- d- dapple gray so can i just say black and white yeah that's good- uh, yeah. That okay <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. dark bay and dapple gray like that seems snotty so black and white so the black one is oh my gosh confirmationally he's amazing he is a stunning mover and the gray one is more like a a huntery, flattened mover but is so sweet like
0: is that the one i saw the picture of you hugging it
2: Yes, he pressed his gun. This is the worst. This is the worst thing a horse can do to a girl is take their forehead and press it into your chest because there's some sort of like transferal of emotion and like, I don't know. It's like an energy transfer, blood, karma
0: even through voodoo. 16 layers of winter clothing.
2: <laughs> it's snowing. I mean, we're freezing to death. I've got a heated vest on. I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter. He pushed his head into my chest and like went, <gasps> Now, this is a three-year-old baby racehorse, Glenn. That should not happen. <laughs> now, this three-year-old baby racehorse does not have a name, and neither does the other one. Well, they have their racehorse name. So the black horse, his name is Fine... Mate, and his sire is Australian. That's his registered name, racehorse name, Fine Mate. (laughs) So, Abby and I, we need his barn name. name.
0: Just call him Mate.
2: Hello, mate. Good night, mate. Just call him Mate. Well, what we decided to do was think of, like... Really hot Australian actors, which is really easy to do because there's a lot of them. Um, and so the, we, we, which Hemsworth kind of was it that. then? <laughs> well, I said Liam because Chris, you know, I already had a Thor, like that'd be too ridiculous. Um, but then we came up with the greatest name for this giant black sexy horse. His name is Heath, like Heath Ledger. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh. I just showed her the Knight's Tale. And so I showed Abby a Knight's Tale. She has to catch up on all these movies she's never seen. And I showed her that. And she's like, we should name up the guy in the Knight's Tale. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Heath. Yes.
0: Did you post it on Heath's Twitter page that he has a horse he, named after him?
2: Uh, no, no. Bless his heart. I'm, You know, God rest his soul. I was just, I miss Heath Ledger every day. So it's a perfect, like, way to kind of, you know, honor him. So the other, the the, the gray horse, his name is Real of It. That doesn't make any sense Real of it. Real of it. Real of it. Real of it. I don't know. It makes no sense. Uh, I'm sure somebody had a really good story, but <laughs> I don't know that story. So I know otherwise he needs a bird name. And um, it's it's I mean, especially after last night with him snuffling into my chest and pressing his head into me and changing some sort of like molecular, there's like a molecular connection that Uh happens. I uh just really think I can't let him go. And so. You know, I suge- I put a suggestion in the auditor's room for names for the gray horse. And oh, my God, I got some awesome name suggestions. And Kayla came up with the name. You should call him Captain. And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about the Marvel thing. Everybody has a Marvel name, Captain America. And then Chad's like, Steve, call him Steve, <laughs> like Steve Rogers. And I was like, I can't call him Steve. Like Chad's like, I really want a horse named Steve. Steve someday. is a
0: name for a draft horse
2: i was like you know what you can get your own damn horse and name him steve i'm not naming my horse <laughs> it steve. is no offense Bucks, to people steve,
0: steve joe you know they're all like draft horse names it's
2: a draft horse yeah. name you know or steve like I, I don't know anyway so i just said let's let's keep thinking and guess who came up with the best name because lucas said call him spider-man and i'm like oh yes his name is Parker.
0: <laughs> Peter Parker.
2: <laughs> so, Parker it is. Parker and Heath are in the barn. Parker and Heath.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a bad sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> Parker and Heath. It might turn into a (laughs) (laughs) bad (laughs) sitcom for all we know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Parker and Heath coming to your neighborhood. It does. Fridays at (laughs) night. Oh, so yeah, so Parker and Heath. Parker is the gray one, and Heath is the black one. And they're both like, oh my gosh, they're both awesome. Like, they're both super sweet. I just can't, I just can't believe that two, two baby racehorses can be so. Cobb, I mean, I've had 55 horses come through here, Glenn. And I, I mean, I, I, you know, usually I put them right to work. So I haven't really had a lot of squishy time with them. So I think probably that's a big part of why I'm so enamored with these two. But, and I kind of went with the idea of shopping for myself for Christmas. And um, speaking of the Christmas thing, Chad has said that I can pick one and Merry Christmas. And I was like, no. That's not how this works, because I have to pay for it. <laughs> because we we have training credit here. Like you, I was like, okay, you can you can credit yourself for one of these horses for Christmas, but you got to really like make a bow and like make an effort. You can't just be like, like you can just take one of the bows that come off a present. And stick I like it on how you forehead. pick
0: what present he's getting you, and then you dictate <laughs> no. how he gives it to you. I like that.
2: I dictate how he gives it to me, but I didn't make him give me one of these horses for Christmas. Okay, so I know I got off easy there. That that
0: was pretty good. Got off easy.
2: Um. Yeah, yeah, he still has to be married to me, so I think. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I take it back. (laughs) You should watch what you say. (laughs) Hey, we need some help.
0: We need some help of our listeners down under. One of you volunteered to help with a project, and. To be honest, we totally forgot about the project. So I think Andrew brought it up on the audio. Well, you like
2: almost died. So we. Yeah.
0: And eating was not something I really wanted to do uh, for the last couple of months, especially strange stuff that I do wasn't going to taste good in the first place. So, what was that? Months ago, we came, the topic of marmite and Vegemite came up and i don't know it was one of the, oh, it was one of the news stories weird news stories you brought or something and then we discussed the fact that we had never tried it and then everybody wanted then us to try it and then we started a
2: global war yes about what's better and which one is worse and how you eat it and what is disgusting and what is delicious and all the different ways and it was like Australia versus Great Britain. Like apparently,
0: people are telling us, you, you need to have it on toast. So you need to have some bread on hand next week.
2: Somebody's like, no, don't put it on toast. You have to put it on this. <laughs> like all of these different ways that you can eat Marmite well, and Vegemite.
0: We forgot about it totally, but we're good to our word. And I ordered it for both of us and it's being shipped by Amazon. And let me tell you, ordering each one of those by Amazon isn't cheap but you're getting a jar of each and we should have it by next Monday. We're going to be on the air next Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday in a rare event. Jamie's going to be here on a Tuesday, but it's just because then we're going to be off for a while. So one of those days we're going to do this, but we need to help somebody volunteered to come on the air and talk us through this. And it was somebody from, from either New Zealand or Australia. And I can't remember who. So I think we need a representative
2: me a from England as well.
0: Oh yeah. We well, if we have one of those, please come on the air with us and we'll, uh, We'll do the taste testing with, uh, then let you two battle it out. I'm
2: sorry. Is there anything grosser than having these things for breakfast? Or is that what people do? That's what people do. I'm getting heartburn thinking about it. Do,
0: do you even eat toast? Maybe we should agree on we both have the same kind of bread, like plain white bread. Uh, I'm not bread. eating white bread. No. <laughs>
2: I, I can toast some sourdough. That's the only kind of toast I <laughs> yeah, eat. Okay. And
0: I, I, I make my own bread gluten-free, so I'll have to have that. But uh, all right, well, we'll taste I that. that. That'll be next that. week. We'll give it a try. <laughs> all right, tell us about uh, Kevin, who I'm sure is proud to sponsor this show today.
2: I'm sure they are. Well, you can grab a bucket and drill 20 holes in the bottom and fill it with water and see how far you can carry it before it's completely empty. Well, obviously don't do that. It's a waste of time in a bucket. So you know how it ends with an empty bucket, but what you might not know is leaks in your horse's intestinal barrier. So we're going to tie it back together. is known as leaky gut syndrome and it can result in various health and welfare problems. In fact, Gut issues are the number one cause of premature death in horses. Good nutrition and attention to gut health can alleviate the negative impacts of stress and help promote immunity, performance, healthy weight, nutrient absorption, and a positive attitude. Kemin is the industry leader in gut health solutions for optimal gut health. Ensure your feed includes Clostat and Butaperl Z EQ from Kemin, And you can learn more at kemincom slash leaky gut.
0: Well, as I mentioned earlier in the show, we have Caitlin on with us, and she is well, she has her own company called Saddle Up and Read, and she's doing good work in North Carolina, and we're going to find out what that's all about. Hi, Caitlin.
4: Hi. Thank you for having me this morning.
0: It's so good to have you on. Now, you're, you're doing something that's truly unique, but before we get to what you're doing, I want to talk about your Arabian horse whose name is Goat. How did an Arabian horse get the name of Goat?
4: <laughs> <laughs> right, a horse named Goat. So, when I was a much younger girl in elementary school, we were riding with a group of other equestrians on trail rides and stuff. And one of my dad's buddies, Another equestrian on those trail rides had a horse for sale and my dad bought it for me and her name was goat already and it stands for goes over anything. Uh And they named her that because (laughs) the trails there wasn't anything that she wouldn't go over. So that's how she got named Goat.
0: (laughs) So this horse is named Goat too. This the same horse or a different horse?
4: It's the same horse. Same
0: horse. Okay. Very good. And you have a miniature horse named Man Man. I'm going to let you name all my horses from now on. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, the miniature horse named Man Man. And I didn't think about it at the time, but that is so funny because he is not a man <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, but he's so tiny. Is is it, his his name is incredibly funny when you think about it. Man Man. <laughs>
0: Well, tell us about your program and what you're doing, and this actually brought some memories back for Jamie and I, because we had covered the the program that happened back in the Depression times in in Kentucky and, and the mountains of Appalachia. So tell us what you're doing.
4: So I started a nonprofit called Saddle Up and Read. I started it in 2017 when I saw that the literacy rates were low in my area, but Going further into the research, I learned that it wasn't just Wake County. It was in North Carolina. And then outside of North Carolina, it was just in the United States in general. And using my horses, I encourage kids to read because that's where it all starts. You know, we want the literacy rates to increase. So we have to get kids excited about reading. And last year in 2019, we finally became incorporated as a 501c3 nonprofit nonprofit. But even before then, it's never stopped me from taking my horses out and allowing kids to come down to the barn to read to them or partner, partnering with the library so that we can get kids excited about checking out books even and then using that as an incentive to get them to the farm. So it's been a, a wild, wild journey <laughs> and I'm so happy that things are moving further along. Now, you'll,
0: you'll drive hours to do this.
4: Yes. So last, I think 2018, I actually drove two hours away and that was one of my first times, believe it or not, pulling a horse trailer by myself. <laughs> um, For anyone who has not pulled a horse trailer, you don't want to be by yourself when you do it just because you never know what might happen. <laughs> and so I was a little bit nervous, but I, I did drive about two hours in uh, this upcoming Sunday, I'll be driving roughly three hours to take the horses and take some books and some toys to kids in Charlotte.
0: Well, I'm I am so impressed with what you're doing here. And obviously, you bring the horses along to get the kids attention. Do do you then encourage them? Are you encouraging them to read horse books? Or what, what are you doing? Any book?
4: Oh, it's any book. And a lot of times I find that there are some kids who are like, horse experts one-on-one because they have read every book there is about horses (laughs) and then there's some kids they just want to you know bring their pokemon or their comic books to read to the horses so i just let them choose any book because the the key thing is finding books that interest them because that's those are the books that they're going to read
0: and you actually have them read to the horses right
4: Yes, I do. And then for the kids that can't read, they make up stories. <laughs> they show the horses the pictures. And it's so funny because if you're around horses, you know, sometimes horses do things where they really, it seems like they're listening to what you're saying. But so they do like these just natural mannerisms. And the kids are like, oh my goodness. And they get so excited because they think the horse is like nodding along with the story. And the horse probably just wants. Some hay or something.
0: <laughs> and I know we've talked about this. Uh, we have uh, p- people come on once a month from Black Reigns, and we've talked about, you know, uh, about the number of African-American cowboys that have gone through history and how I know he, he over there is trying to make sure that they're remembered. And there's been some books written recently about that. And I know that's one of your aims, too, is is to, you know, to get them recognized, to to not make sure they're not forgotten.
4: Absolutely there is a reach, a rich history. there is a rich history in black equestrian, um, the culture in itself. I grew up around a lot of black equestrians and and cowboys who are legends to me. Some of them have passed away, but they were legends to me and to find that there are cowboys in in the west and then and jockeys, in race um, horse racing, the horse racing industry, to find that it is so amazing to read about their stories in saddle up and read. We actually have a special library of books that feature those equestrians, and I love sharing that. But those books aren't geared towards kids, and so it's really hard to like you know give a, a child a book that's is that's about as big or as thick as a horse's hoof and say here read this you yeah. know so. I, have broken it down for them in a coloring book that I recently launched. Oh, well,
0: that's cool. That's a good idea.
4: Uh, do, tell us about that. Like what, what
2: kind of coloring book? Cause I was asking, I was wondering, you know, you give these kids, these books, is there somebody to help them navigate, you know, the, the, the reading? So it sounds like you kind of do that as well.
4: So when pre pandemic, when the kids could come out to the farm their, their parents were with them. So a lot of the times you would see parents reading to their child, which is amazing because that is something else that we want, because sometimes kids might not know how to pronounce a word and they might be a little bit timid to try um, just because they don't want to mess up. <laughs> that's that's something that the horses help kids get over as well. It's OK to mess up and stumble. We're going to get it right and you can ask for help. Um, so we'll see parents reading to their kids. So I encourage that at home as well and read in 20 minutes a day. And then with the coloring book, it's called Color and Learn. It is the Black Equestrian coloring book. And it, this one, this is the first one, is volume one, Trailblazers. And so I go through about 12 cowboys in history, and I just say who they are and some of their accomplishments, and kids can actually color the pages. And I felt that was really important because some kids can't read, you know, but their parents can. And they mm-hmm. c- there's there's like simple text that they can read to them and they can explain. And then if they want to, they can look further in Google. But I, the future of Saddle Up and Read, I want to prove that this actually works. You know, that kids reading to horses helps increase their their proficiency in reading and the literary skills. And to do that, <laughs> um, I had to put in a lot more work and, and find those people and parents who are willing to, to bring their kids in consistently. Because sometimes when I open up the doors to the farm or when I go out, I see those kids maybe once or twice. I, I want something where that's gonna last long-term and so that mm-hmm. they continue to come and we can make sure that they're getting the help they need
2: yeah yeah
4: now you also are a parent correct i am a mom of three girls My (laughs) good (laughs) lord how old old are they my oldest just turned 10 today i have a five-year-old and almost one-year-old so they're all five years apart
2: oh my happy birthday
0: mama (laughs) you deserve the happy birthday not her she you, you did all the work (laughs)
4: Well, I celebrated my birthday a few days ago on the 10th.
0: (laughs) Well, happy birthday to you too. (laughs) Uh,
4: So, so you just thought, you know what? If I finally got one walking and talking and able to dress themselves, let's start over.
2: (laughs) And then you did it again. Like let's just start over.
4: And even while I was pregnant and oh my goodness, I, I got extremely sick. I couldn't even, I couldn't teach lessons. I had to quit my job. Um, I was throwing up and I couldn't even eat anything every single day up until I was five months. And even up until I was nine months pregnant, I was still out reading to kids.
2: Wow. That's amazing.
4: I, I mean, your your 10 year old
2: now must understand what you're doing and, and must be really, she must be really proud.
4: Oh, she is this morning. She was, she asked me and she said, um, do we get to do the nonprofit? And I was like, <laughs> of course you do. You get to do it. And one day she'll take over and her siblings and hopefully some of their friends or some of my cousins. I- I'd love to see Salop and Reed continue on until it's no longer needed, because that is the goal. The goal is to close, help close the literacy gap. So I don't want saddle up and read to be needed for the next 100 years, you know. <laughs> you know, what you t- the way you talk it reminds me of Dolly Parton
2: and the the things that she has done for literacy in her town in Tennessee. Um you, I mean you're you're basically a pioneer. How can how can people help you? How can people give you books? Do you need more people boots on the ground? Like what do you need to to keep it going?
4: I... Oh, I would love for someone to to drop off a storage unit. (laughs) 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 I posted um, a time lapse recently and we went through the horse trailer and the books in there, but Sorting out everything, but the ultimate goal is to have an actual facility for Saddle Up and Read. So if someone can help gear us in that direction, that would be amazing. Or, you know, donate. We have a, a GoFundMe up right now and we have ways to donate on the website at saddleupandread.org. Um, you can give books, send in books. We have an Amazon wish list. I I put things on the Amazon wish list that I just think, you know, one day we're gonna need it. <laughs> um so there was a dog leash on the on the wish list. It's not for a dog. It's actually for the miniature horse. <laughs> <laughs> but um, those are ways to help. And if anyone is in the area, I'm in Wake County. A uh, window is about 25 minutes from Raleigh. Please come out and help sort books. I reach out to local schools and sometimes the teachers ask for specific books. Like there's one teacher, she needs books about music. I have yet to find in our PAL any books about music. Um, Maybe that's because I just can't find it because we haven't sorted things specific enough. So if somebody could come and help us, you know, sort through those books, that way when teachers say, hey, do you have books about this? We can set them aside and they can come pick them up. So yes, and if anyone wants to volunteer when we go out into the community to make sure that we keep um, everyone six feet apart and we go by those guidelines, that would be helpful as well. Fantastic. Well, I want you
0: to know, I found your fundraiser, and the Horse Radio Network just donated right now.
4: Oh, thank you! So, oh, is.
0: yeah, I mean, this is a great cause. I would love to see branches of this, and I, you probably would too, all over the country. It would be, it just be a wonderful thing. You know, it, it doesn't have to be exactly like you're doing it, but you know, the same, the same mission, the same goals
2: now what what age books about music do you need because i just googled kids books about music i'm about to send you some so what do you need I'm like how old
4: she is she said a mix between um fourth and fifth graders so it's definitely for elementary school kids all right we're gonna get uh, there's lots of kids books about music next you're gonna have a whole trailer
0: <laughs> of just instruments you're gonna be bringing
4: around <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i would love it and It's so amazing just to see saddle up and redeveloping. When I first started this, I paid for everything from my pockets. I had a job that paid me $7.25 an hour (laughs) Um, on top of that and having horses. But I used to rent a U-Haul because I didn't have a truck. Um, And so I would rent a U-Haul. I would call people and say, hey, can I borrow your horse trailer? We just got a truck and a horse trailer this year, so now we're able to be mobile because right now I don't want people coming to the farm in groups because it's not safe and because we have borders. So I want to protect our borders as well. Um, Their families come with them sometimes, and I think it would just be a little too difficult if I tried to continue what we were doing in the midst of the pandemic.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Caitlin, mm-hmm. you are amazing. This is the whole program's amazing, and what you're doing is amazing. And we, we at the Horse Radio Network, just want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and and keep
4: on keeping on. Uh, Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas! I, I can't wait to see Saddle and Reed established in some other states, and that is soon to come.
2: Saddle children and read. who read. To I love the quote on there: "Children who read become adults who think." Well done.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Caitlin. Appreciate it. All right. What an amazing woman. I mean, she was making $7.25 an hour when she started this with kids. This
2: is unbelievable. (laughs) With kids. With kids.
0: (laughs) You know, the thought of having three daughters is a full-time and a half job right there. Especially all under 10. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Well, speaking of cash, EcoGold wants to give you some cash. Yeah, you heard that right. By placing an order at ecogold.ca from now until December 20th, you are automatically entered for a weekly draw to win $200 cash. EcoGold pads are engineered to keep the horses back comfortable while keeping the saddle in place for safe, competitive ride. They have impact protection through the seat, and the ultra-thin flaps provide the rider with better communication and a more stable riding position. Available in both English and Western styles, shop the entire collection at ecogold.ca. Now, you, some of our listeners complain because we only talk about English stuff and only advertise English stuff. They have Western pads, too. ecogold.ca. And you'll find the information right on there about how to enter and the, about the contest. And now it's time. First World Cow.
1: First World Cow. First First
2: That's right. Remember, if you have uh, an equestrian problem, it is first world because that's, you know, how we live. Uh, But these are really sad tales told by our auditors. And these are the things that they feel like they need to get off their chest and let us know about and let us share in their woes. Um, But if you want to submit uh, an equestrian first world problem, you should be an auditor. And Glenn, how do they do that?
1: You
0: just go to horseradionetwork.com on the right side of the page. It's the auditor banner. Click on that for as little as $3 a month. You too can play along. (laughs) You too can play along. And uh, poor Kaylee.
2: This is actually, this is kind of a problem, but kind of a first world, but kind of not. But like, it's still a problem. And she says, I have loads of time to work my horses. But then I have to take my kids, and they're four and five. <laughs> then you don't have loads of time. No. There's, there's no time when you have a four and five year old. Oh my gosh, four is like right at the end of the age where they're just constantly trying to kill themselves. Like that, it's a tough age. Three, two, Aren't three, three, four. Really trying to kill themselves Oof.
0: from day one, really.
2: Well, yeah, but then when they're babies and they can't really move around, but like, like once they can move around, yeah, maybe one to six.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And as teenagers, they're just trying to kill themselves in different ways. So, yeah, exactly,
2: exactly. Uh, Kind of like horses that way. It's very similar. So I don't know how you say you have time, girl.
0: Uh,
2: Tiana says we are supposedly supposed to get a good foot of snow Wednesday night into Thursday. Gross. But it's going to be after my usual Wednesday morning ride. And I won't get back to the barn until Monday. And I love to ride in the first snow of the year. (sighs) Crazy. Hey, if you ride in the first snow of the year, can you let those of us who have horses know how to keep the ice balls from balling up in the feet? It's like a real discussion problem that I've been having with some people. Uh, Christina says my boyfriend bought me a Bluetooth radio, but of course it's still on back order. So I still can't listen to HR in through my truck. <laughs> How much stuff is back ordered right now? Or like oh, the, the shipping lot. is so slow. Lots. It's so slow. I mean some like of the
0: things that are ago. being shipped to us uh, from the post office just say delayed and there's no no tracking <laughs> just delayed yeah, just, yeah, delayed.
2: just delayed my I, I was in the um auditor Christmas gift exchange and I finally messaged her and I was like, hi, have you got anything from me because like I feel like I feel like you should know by now because I sent it three weeks ago and it's in transit. <laughs> I finally tracked it in transit. <laughs> um Meta says, My dressage instructor is finally able to travel to me again. Yay. So this morning I got a lesson on my big sweet OTTB, but instead of being a big sweet baby, he was a
0: complete ass. <laughs> Can I throw um, my Met- first world problem in real quick? Oh, um, sure. In the middle here, my first world problem is somebody didn't post a video of her opening her present yet on the auditor room, and the auditors are getting upset.
2: Abby is working very and hard and it's up to her. They it's want me to
0: fire, fire you unless you post that video. So, uh, so Y'all get, gonna it, get Abby chopping on that. Mm, yeah. Mm.
2: Uh, she's waiting tables now. So she basically like goes to work at four and I don't see her till like, 11 the next day so i'll remind her sometime in the middle okay. of the day amanda says the post office C has a lost my auditor's secrets in a package as well as another package of mine and i was so excited for the mail and it's already a week late
0: I wonder how many. I wonder how many secret Santas are lost this year worldwide.
2: Yeah, I sent it. I promise. Yeah, sure you did. Yeah, you did. Uh, Hannah says I'm looking for a nice OTTB resale project, but all the nice ones are mares, and I want a gelding. Uh, Hannah, pop a tango at Horse and Hound enough said. Uh Sherry says before my new baby racehorse got here, I told all my friends that they could come and see her and now that she's here I just want to go spend time with her alone but it seems somebody always wants to go and now I'm a big baby horse tour guide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trying to get child too. Same uh, the same same same. Adrian says I have really been working with my mare on cantering, and she's finally fit and balanced enough to canter and one one more than one lap in each direction on the correct lead. And yesterday we did five laps each way. But now my abs are killing me, and I'm the one who needs to improve my fitness. But it's Christmas, and I love baking
0: <laughs> and eating, uh, uh, baking and eating. Yeah, I like both true. too.
2: Uh, this is a really good one, Carrie. <laughs> Carrie, I was using my Pivo to film my dressage lesson today, and someone put a bottle of champagne right in front of the camera. Just as we had the best can of the lesson, so I didn't get on camera. I want to know what barn are you at where people are drinking champagne while we're all riding? Yeah, in the middle <laughs> like, of the
0: day. Yeah, we want. <laughs> I want
2: to go to there. <laughs> um, Jane says. I asked my mom for a gift card to Smartpak for Christmas, and instead, she got me a gift card to Target.
0: What? That's a long way from Smartpak.
2: That is, um... yeah, that's ter- like that's I'd be like one of those moms.
0: Break. We've had this discussion before. It's one of those moms that knows one day you'll get over this horse thing, and they're trying to encourage <laughs> you to.
2: Here's what you do, Jane: is you go to Target and you buy a pack of freaking gum, and then you get change back from your gift card. Do they do
0: that? No, they don't do that.
2: Damn it. Never
0: mind. Sorry. <laughs> Seattle Or you could re-gift cards. it to somebody that really wants a Target gift card. Or you could buy I mean, a vacuum to clean out your car, which I know is a mess.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good purchase. Um and Lily says, Why do indoor arenas have to be so expensive? And she says, I know why, I'm just gonna whine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think everybody's saying that right about now lives in the north expecting a foot of snow this week.
2: Oh yeah. Celeste says a good friend has invited us to come spend the week between Christmas and New Year's with him for free at his family's Gatlinburg cabin. But this means I won't be able to ride for a whole week. Girl, I can't (laughs) vacation more than three days. I need to give home (laughs) the same way. Uh, Kara says, I really wanted to go riding this weekend. This is the last one. And then I'm going to talk. Uh, Kara says I really wanted to go riding this weekend but it was a blistery cold and my heated vest won't be here until Christmas
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have one of those don't you okay
2: Joy Hills my retired racehorse radio co-host mentioned a heated vest and I was like I'm sorry what is that it is a vest what's the oh how oh, does it O-R-O-R Aurora or something or row, row, <laughs> or row, row. Okay. So anyway, it's in a, it's a, it's in a piece of equipment that she recommended and there's a button on your chest and you hit the button and then it heats up and it's bad. Like you charge it into the wall. Like when you get done for the day, like plug it in, like you do your cell phone and the vest freaking heats up Glenn and, and it heats your chest and your back. And then there's like, you know, the part that goes around your neck, like the the collar that's heated too. And so you have this like warm collar around your neck and guess what else is heated? The freaking pockets, Glenn, the <laughs> pockets are heated. What is this black magic? I don't know. It's amazing. And it was, does it gift. last
0: all day? All day, 10 hours. It goes 10 hours. Is there, is there a big, heavy battery pack in it someplace? It's like the size
2: of a wallet that's in your pocket.
0: Oh it's in your and, oh. and in
2: inside pocket so you don't even feel it. It doesn't it doesn't bother me at all. I don't know. I think these people I I don't know. When I so I bought one for Nelda and for us when
0: we were working outside in the freaking cold right? all the time living in Massachusetts.
2: <laughs> first world problem, Glenn. Here's my equestrian first world problem is this morning, you know, it snowed yesterday here. It is blistery cold. It's like 12 degrees outside right now, okay? So I go out and I'm trying to feed and i've got my uh heated vest on and my winter breeches from uh what what where did i get these winter breeches from they're like the greatest things ever i don't know Ah, i'll think of it a second no um sticky seat sticky seat is that it sticky seat.com oh my god again and these Aurora are not paid
0: commercials, people.
2: Are not, not <laughs> sponsors, okay? StickySeat.com, greatest winter breeches of all time. People even, they say ski in them, okay? They're amazing. So I'm in my Sticky Seats and my Aurora heated vest and my big Carhartt coat on top of that. And I've got my beanie on. And Glenn, I was freaking sweating, okay? <laughs> I was so
0: hot. Probably high. the coat I mean, on top was well, a-
1: it. It is Overkill. twelve
2: degrees outside, Glenn, and I was sweating. Okay, <laughs> so that was my first one problem. It's like, oh my god, it's so hot. Uh, but there are three different. You can put your vest in hot, medium, or warm. You know, like there's three different heat cycles. There so I was like, oh my god, I I got if those
3: work? work. I guess
2: yes, they work really burps. well. <laughs> but. I, 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 there's so many like weird Facebook advertisements about it. And now, um, you're all going to get them because Alexa heated vest. See, now you're going to get all of the advertisements (laughs) and, um, just know that that's a really good brand. I had to message because there's all these like crazy brands, but, uh, it was, it's like, it's like 200 bucks, regular price. However, on Cyber Monday, I got it for 120. So I sent one to Nelda. I at horse and hound. I took one up for her for Christmas. And she's like, Oh, thanks. And I'm like, No, 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 you don't understand. She's like, No, this is really nice. Thank you so much. And I was like, No, you will understand once you wear it. Like you're like, nice, thank you is fine, but like you don't get it. Next day I get a text. Oh my God, this thing's amazing. Thank you so much. I'm like, there it is.
0: <laughs> their- That's
2: the react I was looking for.
0: <laughs> I'm on their website r o r o r o o r o yeah. r o is how you spell it. I love I love their pictures because it shows the heated parts. Like it, it shows you the vest, but then it, you know, it does an overlay of where the heated parts are, and it's right over your boobs. Yeah, yes,
2: it's amazing. My nips don't get cold, and you know how we like it's to cut glasses, picture's those. It's just funny things. because
0: it's very <laughs> obvious, you know.
2: <laughs> it's great, and so they have the vests, and then they also have gloves and socks. And I, Abby really wanted to buy the socks, and I'm like, you can't spend hundred dollars on socks. Is that what spent. they are. <laughs> yeah, the socks are like hundred bucks, but again, it's not that cold here for me. Like, I'll just put my haymaker boots on, which are amazing. Um, yeah, they're I'm regularly like a- one ninety nine. Yeah. And so, but it was like on cyber money. So just sign up for sales. But I will tell you that when I paid for it on PayPal, I got a receipt back and the receipt on PayPal was like, you just paid $120 to string of Chinese symbols. (laughs) 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 Okay. Just so you know, that's not American made (laughs) for those who only shop that way. But yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. So if you are guys
0: are cold, I recommend that. Ask for it for Christmas. And now we've uh, we're we're done with the question. First of all, problems because we run out of time. And I know you have yes. a lot more, but if you're looking for an affordable saddle gift this year that will cost you probably less than the vest and one that will last a lifetime, then consider one of the many styles of Wintech saddle. Wintech has always made riding easy and comfortable. They combine world leading innovations and high tech materials and lightweight, weatherproof and easy care saddles. With the easy change gullet system, this saddle will fit almost any horse. And that's why it's used by almost every riding uh, farm and program in the country. The saddle is light, tacking up is simple and easy, and cleanup is a matter of throwing it over a fence and hosing it down. Dressage, jumping, all-purpose, and many more. Check out all the styles at Wintechsaddles.us or at your local retailer. They almost all carry Wintech saddles, but there's like 100 different models to choose from, so you'll find something that fits your
3: needs.
2: Well, Dan, Dan, uh, we were just talking to you off the air. Tell everybody
3: where you are and why. So I'm sitting in this rental car, and I won't say what kind it is because, like, it sucks, man. Like, it's just, like, first of all, kind of, like, the worst rental car ever because I have three small children, and it's apparently a standard-sized sedan for, like, small people, apparently, and, like, smaller than my five-year-old twins and eight-year-old because we can't all fit in here.
2: So uh, it's fortunately, you don't have uh, all car seats but booster seats and
3: not enough. right. Right. And so the reason I'm sitting here is because a couple of weeks ago, my truck got rear-ended, actually, on the way to school with my kids, which we're now doing, bear in mind, again, because of the fire, and we don't live in the district anymore.
2: (laughs) I mean, I'm going to say, like, didn't your house just, like, burn down?
3: Yeah, yeah. So I'm driving the kids the half hour to school, which I now do every day, which I won't complain because at least they're in school and not... Being Are you going to just like,
0: take 2020 off your calendar totally as a memory, I, and take everything you know, off of Facebook it, from 2020?
3: All, all of it off, blocking off all. Yeah, blocking out all of it.
0: God, you! Oh my god! For anybody who thinks that. they had a bad year, you go spend a week with Deanne.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, Dean Inklin, Let's be fair; you've both had pretty terrible years. My yeah. year's been amazing <laughs> 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 comparatively. <laughs> um, well, let's let's just take it, Dean, You know, you usually spoiler alert you give us a bunch of links about things you want to talk about that are on HorseNation.com, and um the, you, but today you did not uh all it says is sorry busy weekend now we know why <laughs> i don't have a link but ask me about the latest way my horse tried to kill herself and how we ended up with two christmas trees those <laughs> things are so unrelated to each other i would think so let's start with your horse trying to kill herself.
3: Okay. So they are actually very unrelated, but one is a less than funny story unless you put it in the perspective of 2020. And then it's just like one more thing to add to the pile. And then the other is actually funny. Um, and then I'm just not together enough to send you links. So that's the email you got. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Be <laughs> honest. Um, so, yeah. So last, all, it's actually now almost been two weeks now that I think about it. I haven't talked to you guys for a couple weeks. Um, it was like a Tuesday. There's a 16-year-old girl who feeds one or two days a week. Normally she feeds Wednesdays. I had swapped with her for Tuesday so that, I don't know, the farrier, or the, vet, the farrier was coming. Something. I don't know. And I hold for the farrier. So I get a phone call on Tuesday that's like, Hey, I think you need to come to the barn and maybe call the vet. Max leg is cut. And I have to say that first and foremost that this 16-year-old girl is more with it than most adults i've ever like most people right like she's a very mature 16 but you know how it goes like sometimes people are like oh my god the horse is bleeding like the vet has to be called and you're like whatever like wipe it off move on shake (laughs) Um, it off yeah it's fine so i'm like well send me a picture and she's like i don't think i can there's a lot of blood i'm like I'm on my way. I'll call the vet, but like, send me a picture. Now, bear in mind, I'm like 40 minutes away from the barn. I've got three kids at home that I've got to drop somewhere before I come to like deal with what I think is probably just like a scratch that just needs to be like scrubbed. Right. Okay. Um, so as I'm shuffling and everything else, I get this picture and you know how, like when you're not 100% focused on something, your brain doesn't process what you're seeing right away. Okay. So I'm looking at this picture and I'm like, why is there a wire sticking out of my horse's leg? Like what, what the heck is this? I look closer. It's not a wire. It is that she has severed an artery (gasps) and it is the spurt of blood Uh, uh, out of her leg. And happy breakfast, everybody. (laughs) Right. Good morning. Um, But so, and again, like, it's taking me a minute because I'm trying to get the kids out of the house. Like, I'm trying to call the vet, all the things. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so I, like, call this poor girl. I'm like, get a pressure wrap on this now. And fortunately, she had already been putting How pressure on it. How old is she? She's 16. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> she had already <laughs> putting pressure on it. Like, she just took the pressure off to take a picture for me because I was like, no, I need a picture. <laughs> um, and so she, like, I was like, "Here's where my quilt wraps are. Like, here's where my vet wrap is. Like, I don't, I don't care how tight it is. I don't care about it. Just get pressure on it." And um, and so and like the barn manager, I send her the picture. She she's calling this girl, and she's like, "And here are where my standing bandages are. You know, here are where the hemostats are." <laughs> and like, so yeah. So my horse severed an artery, and the like weirdest part about this is it's on the inside. Of her front right knee. Like above the knee. right. So like. She didn't do it in the pasture. Because had she come in that way. It was a day that we had snow. Um, The girl would have known. Because there was a lot of blood. Because artery pumping blood. Um, Like the snow would have been painted. The girl would have been painted. My horse did it in her stall. The same stall she's had the entire time I've had her. On the inside of her knee. I cannot figure out. The like biomechanics of how this happened how do they fix that well um so in in like a series of fortunate events the vet who serves you know as vets do a fairly large area was actually like 15 minutes away on a fluke and not with a client So when I called her, she was like, hey, I'm coming down across this bridge. Am I headed to your place? And I'm like, absolutely, you are. (laughs) Um, So normally the vet would get here and like put hemostats on it and like, I don't know, then do things vets do. Um, That's as far as my medical knowledge goes, right? Clamp it and call somebody else. (laughs) Um, And but my horse, who is not known for being overly stoic when injured, um, couldn't get a hemostat near her leg despite three hits of sedation. Um, So basically lots of pressure. Wow.
0: And And we're fortunate. With an artery, it it just stops.
3: Well, we're fortunate that it was a small artery.
1: Hmm.
3: Like, right. Had it been the back leg, like that would have been a really big deal um i don't know
0: and like the amount of blood it sounded like a big deal anyway
3: (laughs) it was a big deal it was a big deal and i asked the vet i was like so what if this had been in the pasture (laughs) and like the way our horses are like we're not we don't have people here 24 7 somebody feeds two times a day um the big feed all the horses come in their stalls get their breakfast or dinner depending on the time go back out so uh, basically your horses
2: have all day to try to kill themselves. And then you have the, you're like Sherlock
3: Holmes at night trying to figure out how did you try to kill yourself right, today? Right. My horse has 23 hours a day to try to kill herself outside. Yeah. And she did it in the one hour that she yeah, was in. Damn good she
0: did. You would have been. Have been uh, right? Well, Sheesh.
3: I asked the vet and the vet goes, well, the cold worked in your favor because the artery was retracting a little, but like, had it been summer, you basically would have come out to like, dead horse in the field with a lot of blood oh my goodness yeah well, that's terrible let's talk about something yeah let's that. talk about well, christmas trees christmas tree. <laughs> fall rest again and life is super fun and i try not to die on a regular basis yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's the ends 2020 continuing <laughs> let's do let's end on a happy note two christmas trees that sounds pleasant
3: so yeah so and glenn i even have an email queued up with pictures of this so oh, you good, can good. truly appreciate not the not the wound the christmas trees by okay, the way good yeah
0: that's just um, i wasn't gonna so open like, the email <laughs>
3: so, no, i'm sending it to you whatever you need to do with it go ahead but it's being sent um perhaps and so yeah so we're in because the house caught on fire in june we're still displaced but the cool thing about the house we're in is it has like these really tall cathedral ceilings in the great room. They're like forty feet tall. So I'm like, you know what? I want a big Christmas tree this year. Like, I want I want a big one. So I go and I I, I mean, it's probably only it was probably only ten or twelve feet. Like, it wasn't like twenty feet. But either way, I'm going big cuz I you know, we have in our house normally we have like 8ish foot ceilings and you know, so I have to have a tree that that represents that. Okay, fast forward. How did you, know, you get two trees? Well, so <laughs> I mostly underestimated the door to tree ratio. <laughs> there it is. Um, I'm looking
0: at the like, picture.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: The tree's about eight feet wide, and the door's about three
3: feet wide. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Oh, the branches fold up." I'm like, "Oh no, 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 no! Not on this blue spruce." <laughs> Let me guess. That so tree's
0: outside now.
3: Th- that tree's on the deck, and <laughs> I got a like, reasonably sized Christmas tree that's now in the corner. It's huge, Jamie.
0: It's huge. When you see it in relation to the door, it's huge.
3: <laughs> I can't. Hey, wait, well, see that's it. kind of why I sent you the picture. Like, it's not horse related, but I just feel like. It's really worth seeing.
2: (laughs) You're that girl. Everybody's been that girl, you know, it depends
0: on what I haven't got to play this in so long.
4: I don't wanna be that girl. girl, girl.
0: (laughs)
2: Congratulations, you are joined the club.
0: (laughs) Well, I hope I think you, I, you know, what your friend recommended was you just start drinking for the rest of the year. I, I second that. I think right now with what you've been through this year and now this latest artery busting thing, God, you just need to drink for the rest of the year.
3: Yeah. Right. Right. Just wrap so, the kids in bubble wrap. Mechanism. Wrap the house in
0: bubble wrap. Wrap you in bubble wrap. Wrap the horse in bubble wrap, and just bounce around for the rest of the year.
3: <laughs> and just have that be the yes. end of 2020. <laughs> yes.
2: Well, Deanne, I give you a big virtual hug here. Uh, I love you guys tons, and and thank you for sharing. And I'm so glad. I mean, everything that's happened to you, you know, I know we're cussing 2020. Everything that's happened to you could be so much worse. Well, and so right, like,
3: so truly, it is a matter of
4: perspective. Like, I don't, yeah,
3: and I don't. I'm not trying to get all cheesy because I'm like not that person. I'm not like the person who signs my emails like blessed, but <laughs> but like, you know, dude, we're all still here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Well, we're exactly. glad you're still here. And thank you so much for joining us this year uh, and keeping on joining us, even though you've had all these issues. It's it's been uh, it's been interesting having you on this year. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, you know, I usually have a good story for you
0: You do You know, we always said if you live a boring life You're a terrible uh, podcast host And fortunately, right. I have 30 hosts That live very interesting lives
2: <laughs> Thanks, Deanne yep, <laughs> Horsenation.com <a> <laughs> <laughs> Alright, bye
0: My god, girl Jeez Oh, I'm Jeez. glad I've never had an artery I would just pass out
2: oh, I had a horse My my. Ch- Childhood horse cut an artery on the back of his pastern and and been on the hind leg and it was like this is, this is like shooting blood across it with every heartbeat. <laughs> and so I had emergency call. You know, I had no money, I was like 17 eight, nine, 18 Uh living on my own. I had to call vets from emergency. They had to like lay him down and stitch it up, and it was a big mess. Big oh. mess. So
0: yeah, it's yeah. horrible. Okay, now the change the subject. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have a great day, Glenn. Hopefully, it's yeah. a good one, and um, hang post out, the uh,
0: picture. Hang out, auditors. We'll talk ch- talk for a couple of minutes anyway. Um, but I thought we'd end the day uh, with a Christmas song, and after that story, we need one. So I'm going to end the day with Bren Hill, and he has one called. and We haven't played it this year called "Christmas for Cowboys." So let's end the day with that, and after that, we'll be back with the auditors.
2: Spay, neuter, and geld.
1: Tall in the saddle, we spend Christmas Day Driving cattle over snow-covered plains All of the good gifts are given today Ours is the sky, the wide-open plains. fire for one, we stop for the night, stars overhead, our Christmas tree lights, the wind sings a hymn as we bow down to pray, Christmas for cowboys and wide open plains. In the city, they have different ways football and eggnog and Christmas parades. I'll take the blanket, I'll take the reins. Christmas for cowboys and wide open plains. Christmas Day, driving cattle over snow covered plains. All of the good gifts are given today. Ours is the sky and the wide
0: Well, auditors, we're going to do our Zoom meeting on Sunday night. I think we're gonna do it at seven thirty. So and we'll hang around for about an hour. So if you want to join us, I'll put a link up for the Zoom meeting on the twentieth. Uh, on the twentieth. What what Sunday night? the 20th 20th yeah, sunday night to 20th for all of you that want to join in i know a lot of people aren't traveling this year to for the holidays so if you're not traveling or you're at home or you need something to do just join us we're just going to have some fun hang out and talk like we did uh on thanksgiving day so uh we hope you join us it was fun to see everybody's houses and and to see what they all look like you know what the auditors actually look like in their packs can you use your phone for this yeah you can use your phone to zoom. yeah Okay, so
2: you don't have to like be sitting in front of a computer. No, this you can use your phone thing. for
0: Zoom. Yeah, yep, you can do okay. that. And w- w- it's I'm so great. tech. <laughs> when you click on the link that I give everybody in the auditor room, it'll tell you what to do on your phone. You click on the link and it says, do you want to do this? And you say yes. It'll tell you what to do. But it was cool to see. Some people were in their barns and showing us the horses. And we got to see horses. We got to see doggies and kitties. And it was just fun. Okay. So cool. and alcohol is required uh, unless you don't <laughs> drink it, and then you can drink something else. But uh, we'll we'll be drinking it. And then I also want to get uh, we we haven't done a what the fuck show <laughs> yet this year, so or yet this month, so or probably last couple of months. And Nikki said we got to do one. So Helena and Nikki and I will get together and we'll figure that out, and we'll try and get a WTF in before Christmas too. So one of these nights we'll try and get one of those in because uh, we really haven't done one for a while. <clears throat> Uh, what else is going on?
2: Anything the audience well, should know about? I'm going on a lunch date with my husband, so I'm leaving. Are you? Wow. Without kids? Kidless? Kids in school. And it's oh, still like yeah. everything is still frozen. The ground is still frozen because like right now, again, Doesn't it's like much. 17 degrees right. outside. So um, I'm going to go to lunch with to, my husband.
0: To your, to your favorite uh, vegetarian restaurant? Um I'm going to Trader Joe's to be honest.
2: <laughs> he has a golf lesson and his golf lesson is right next to Trader Joe's so I'm like <laughs> What does yeah, he I'll go eat with Trader
0: Joe's lesson. by the way?
2: He eats everything I buy.
0: Do, do Trader Joe's <laughs> still have an open salad bar or they close that now?
2: No, that's uh, that's the other place. Oh that's the other Tr- place. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's Whole Foods. Yeah, I, you know,
0: I, no. I haven't been in one forever because we don't have them here. So
2: Sprouts has a salad bar but everything is all pre pre I think you, know, you can do their salad bar now.
0: Yeah, we I don't can't have remember. any of those in California <laughs> Big surprise. Nothing. Uh, none of those in our town. Publix, that's it.
2: I, I was just excited when Costco started giving samples out again. <laughs> like, thank God the world's getting back to normal.
0: <laughs> that's uh, Apparently, a lot of states are closing down, so we're, we're in one of the lucky states, I think. Uh, California's closed again. I know New York is, and a lot of people are are closing down again. So. We're thinking about all you people in those states, and uh, but I did on a positive note. Let's end on a positive. The first vaccine was given given this morning to a, a nurse that works in an intensive care ICU unit. So the vaccines are hitting hospitals right now for all of their staff.
2: Isn't that amazing? How Amer- how amazing America is. We're uh, the ones. That quickly it happened.
0: And in the next five months, anybody that wants one will have one. And for all of you people that are not getting vaccinated, (laughs) I thank you because that means I won't wait in line as long. So thank you very much.
2: That, Very good sure. attitude to have. See, I just Thank think
0: you. that you know the lines are going to be 10 miles long. Uh, so, and my neighbors are uh, they, work as, they work at CBS and Costco, they work uh, dishing out drugs over there. And uh, they're actually in charge of being the first ones, the pharmacists are going to be the first ones giving it out at nursing homes. So, they said they're going to be doing the first nursing homes on the 22nd. So, there you go. It's coming. Perfect. It's coming. All right. All right, well, everybody.
2: Get this out so people can find out the name of the beautiful gray horse who's now my heart horse. Okay. Like, he loves will
0: me. Do. And uh, <laughs> only, right. only after I see that video post from, from uh, Abby.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sure she'll wake up eventually. <laughs> Bye. Bye.